Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the We Never Knew X podcast. Yeah. Be- <laughs> yeah. Featuring the gregarious Gabe Tolchensky. Woo! Welcome. And the devout and Reese Pruis. <laughs> the devout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll understand why that's funny later. Yes. Welcome to episode 22. Mm, 22. 22. Let's see if you can make it all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's a little comical treat at the end. Ooh. Yeah. A little funny banter. A you little comical a little Snickers bar. Of. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Therese. Yes. Tonight we kind of get into the uh, clingy wife and yeah. at any, you know, in the moments in which you're trying to depart to be on time. Yeah. And the struggles <laughs> that go along with that. Yeah. Um, thirsty women. You know, we wanted to have Jordan Peterson on the podcast, but we couldn't get him. So instead, we just talked a lot about him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe someday. Maybe someday if you subscribe to this podcast. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Let's build up Share your base. Share it with your friends. Share it with your friends. Yeah. Post it on your Instagram story. <laughs> we'll share it and reshare it and share it again. Yes. And then we'll get more followers. And people will say, yes, follow him. He's a funny guy. They know everything. Yes. Because they never knew. And then they knew. And now they know. And Dries is on his phone, desperately trying to pull up Instagram to share this little snippet oh, here on it our is. story. Are you doing it now? Oh, that's, man, I look retarded. Oh, yes. Okay. Let me turn that. Well, I'm going to finish it now. We're reaching the two-minute mark. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Oh, one second. There we are. Oh, going to stop it. (sighs) Enjoy the show, folks. Enjoy the show. Are you running other programs in the background? No, it's just because of your little mishap. No, don't touch it. Well, it's fine. Should I do what? I don't want delay the whole time, Gabriel. Are you getting delay right now? It seems to be good now. Right, because I okay. hit record. Oh, because you hit record. <laughs> well, I'll go ahead and... <laughs> Never just, mind. <laughs> just relax into the microphone for a minute, every every you. Every you. <laughs> we were going to have a guest tonight. Now you're just stuck with me and you. I'm happy about that, but I'm a, I. He sent me a text message. Okay, you're gonna call him out on the podcast, and he said I won't read it. He okay. said, "Don't hate me." And it's hard not to now. <clears throat> to be honest, he was the inspiration for my workout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is he the wind beneath your wings? He was the wind beneath my wings. That's not how it goes. You are the wind beneath my wings. <laughs> that's how this, that's a little yeah, closer. You're good at that. That's a little closer. What's the next line? Did you ever know that you're my hero? Ah, oh, man, I that's I'm, it. Nah, there's more, and it's like on the tip of my tongue, but it'd be like, nah, 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 nah. yeah. <laughs> it sounds great. Um, in uh, my ears right now. Does it? I don't, bro. You don't have to patronize me. I'm serious. I love you for you, Dries. You're an amazing human being. 
well, I've put a lot of time and effort into it. Yeah. I'll be honest. I'm, you know, you can I am try- what? I'm trying at this. <laughs> at this human life. I'm trying. Yeah. I'd say so. Yes. I'd, yeah. I think you're doing more than just trying. Spiritually propelling myself forward with the faith of Jesus Christ. Jesus Cristo. Jesus Cristo. <laughs> Jesus Cristo. Si. Si, senor. Um, anyways, I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Gabriel. For showing up when you say you are. Here I am. And I did say seven, but I was Communicating. Like, no, you know what? I, I know I can do 705, and Gabe's not going to be quite ready for me. Well, <laughs> the, yeah, no, exactly. The gear was set up, though. I, I made a point. I said, before I do anything, I'm setting up. Yeah, that's good. I'm, that's a good call. I'm glad you did that. Yeah, so that way, because I knew I was going to be in the sauna. Getting You'd naked. probably get here just past, I knew you were going to get here past 7, but not past 710. No. And I thought, yeah, yeah, you know, well, it'll be fine. Everything will work out just fine, and it did. Yeah. Um, shame on you, Brandon Gill. Uh, did I say that out loud? Shame on him. Okay. Sorry, Brandon. We haven't met, but uh, I don't hate you, bro. I mean, <laughs> I know things come up. Sometimes, you know, there's better offers, and that's fine. You know? Yeah, I get it. Maybe his wife, is, is he married? Oh yeah, maybe his wife is naked at home, and I hope so for his sake. If uh, I can't blame him there, I no. would stay home. No, not at all. But I'd I know be like, Gabe, I'm sorry, case. we're gonna have to podcast another time. <laughs> yeah, no, I I would totally go for that excuse, but that I know it, that's not it. You've used that excuse with me a couple times for being late. When nine we were, out of ten times, it's real. When we. <laughs> <laughs> when we were working together and you'd be like 10, 15 minutes late. Yeah. Like, sorry, bro. She wouldn't let me leave. I, Dude, I had I'm to take not, care of business. I'm kidding you not. <clears throat> that woman comes at me j- always as oh. I go, okay, bye, babe. 6.15. Okay, I got to go. It's 6.15. Uh-huh. I'm out the door. And she's laying there. Oh, 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 but. And then she's oh, she helps me she holds me in and she's like no yeah no wraps her legs around you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and then I'm like five minutes see and I would stay <laughs> partly because of the desire obviously but then the other part of me there'd be this thing in my back of my head be like man all day long she's gonna go all day long looking for something else to satisfy exactly her? no way bro exactly I'm like I know I don't want to be. Uh, second, I'm like I'm second fiddle yeah. now. Like I didn't show up to perform. Yep. So then, like, what else might be going on to you know <laughs> yeah. satisfy that yeah. urge? Right. It's gonna like, be on my brain all day at work. Fuck, I didn't bone my wife before I left. Yeah. Because I'm trying to hold true to my commitments. Sometimes those sacrifices have to be made, but as annoying as it late is. When you're the boss. Yeah. That, you know, I had, you know, I didn't, I wasn't like, whatever, bro. Can't yeah. believe you're late. I mean, if I know, like, if I trust that that is the real reason. Yeah. I'm actually pretty good with that. Well, 
That's I, I appreciate that. And that you know, I think it's a central You're a good Christian man it's a, for that. It's a key piece to a happy relationship. Yeah. A thriving yeah. uh monogamous relationship is yeah. uh, uh it's tough it, for me though. It puts me in the truest of rocks and hard places because for me, like I'm really trying to be on time, right? Because I got a, you know, uh, I'm a pleaser. <laughs> you have an image to uphold. <laughs> to try to uphold, right? Yeah. And it's a real rock and a hard place. It's like, I know Dries is probably going to be whatever about this, but my own personal conviction says, woman, respect me. <laughs> and my convictions. Well, you and know, my penis starts. Every every late arrival just gets chalked up to another like another hash a hash mark onto you know the millennial uh, trope. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Like, oh, late, okay, yeah, millennial. That's just what it is. Yeah, and I'm trying to break that. <laughs> what 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 do you think it is about? the heightened level of attractiveness to you in moments of, cause this isn't the, this isn't the first time I've heard you uh, say what it is it with my wife. And like, when it's time for me to leave, she's all about me. Right. Yeah. What, what is it about the, uh, I'll see you later. I don't know. Moments that seem to have heightened attraction versus if you were just, you know, chilling around the house. I don't know. I, one thing I think I can put my finger on is the smell. I smell good. Mm. Smelling fresh. Yeah, you might have cleaned your face up a little bit. Yeah, I got a clean face. I always put a little bit of spritz cologne on, a little <laughs> last smell good hitter on my necks, and I make my way out the dough. Yeah. And so when I lean in and she and that's the first thing she smells. Damn, daddy. And that usually gets her pretty moist swamping <laughs> swamping she's gonna be she's gonna be so mad at you I know man I'm sorry babe <laughs> but <laughs> yellow Yellow, you only live once. But uh, yeah, other than that, I have no idea. No, for real though, that would eat at the back of my mind all day. If I just was like, no, sorry, I gotta go, I gotta go. That would eat at the back of my mind all day. Yeah, that, that if I didn't bug me too. If I didn't stay and uh, deliver. Yeah. Assuming me. I could deliver, but. <laughs> <laughs> Like at least attempt. Like, I mean, I would go to I would go to work feeling better that I made my best attempt, and then after you yeah, know, you win some, you lose some. But yeah, what's uh? I'm interested in your um ejaculation <laughs> schedule. <laughs> do you ever feel like? Do you ever feel prime man energy? Well, this like, podcast is earning its ti- its uh, 
<clears throat> rating yeah. already my ejaculation schedule. Yeah, yeah. I, that's probably not the best way to put it. No, like what is the frequency <laughs> that I, uh, my wife and I engage each other? No, not really. That's not what I meant. No? Oh, um, okay. Well, that's what, how I heard it, but go ahead. Yeah, I, I didn't communicate it well. Hello? Microphone, you working? Um, like sometimes the day of, mm-hmm. my energy isn't peaking that day for the other activities that I'm doing throughout the day. What I've noticed is energy, my peak energy when I'm peaking. <laughs> <laughs> well, the male cycle, you see, uh, is like day two or three. Like if it's been three days. Yeah, mm-hmm. then I feel full. Then I'm like perfect balance between ripping heads off and namaste. And namaste. Okay. What do you think about? Yeah, that? three days, particularly, I would say at your age, three days is a. That's I think a pretty standard number for a dude. Yeah. After that third day, um, it just starts to turn to anger. Yeah. Definitely. Easily frustrated. Yep. And uh, uh, I think that would be the male's version of, ir- of irrationality. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you... Uh, I think as humans, we all have these conversations in our head. And we can be our own worst enemy in those conversations. And we're telling ourselves something or we'll, we'll have uh, like thoughts run through our mind. And the further uh, you kind of go down the road, and and, and it's likely tied to, uh, you know, your hormones, yeah, and sure. uh, the la- the last time you ejaculated, and <laughs> is that an awkward word for you? Um, just say it. I just did. Yeah, but not like a weirdo. What are you talking about? I gotta ejaculate. Um, I'm not a doctor, bro. So, you do it with your penis, man. You got a penis over there. Yes, I do. Uh, so, do you ever have moments where you've, um, you're frustrated about something, and you have you play this conversation that you might have with that person you're frustrated with? In this case, more often than not, as a married guy, it's with your spouse. Yeah. And then you're kind of pissed off about how the conversation went, but it was all in your head. Mm. Like if I say this, then she'll probably say this. And then, you know, and then, man, that would make me so mad. And so you're already kind of worked up and angry. Yeah. And you didn't even have the conversation. I think so. Just me? No, I think I do that. I don't probably not as, maybe not as often, but I, yes. And that's a way in which I think sometimes we're our own worst enemy. Much like when we're worried, if we worry about something, we get worked up over something that likely never happens. Yeah. You know, what do they say about, uh, you know, worrying has an 80% likelihood of not actually happening. And the 20% yeah. that might happen, you probably didn't have much control over anyway. Yeah. So why are you losing sleep over the worry, right? But anyhow, my point is, is like, it, once you start getting more and more frustrated, yeah, 
uh, in that cycle, I think that's where uh, guys tend to go down the irrational road. As people, we're all irrational at some point. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And for women, it's probably a bit different. Or it's, it, it appears to be a little bit different. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, yeah, that's interesting, actually. I I think for me, that's kind of where the pot was mixing in. Mm. Uh-huh. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Now that we talk it out. Because then that's kind of like... Was that making your wiener small? Oh, no, sir. Oh, it was making it big. <laughs> no, it was just, I think it was just a placeholder, like a mental placeholder. You know what I mean? In the, in what you're talking about. Hmm. Um, but it wasn't helpful though. So. Like it was a, a means for calming your worry or calming yeah. your frustration. Yeah, yeah. Irrationality. Leaving some of your frustrations that might spur further ra- irrationality yeah mm. mm-hmm. yeah but it's slippery slippery slope because that's kind of like leans more on the side of sedate sure and if it's if it's uh <clears throat> if it's it's kind of tamping you down into right. a a state of uh incapacitation yeah then the difference Yes, and indifference, mm, then you're ineffective for other reasons or maybe other things, you know? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And then hence came the jujitsu and working out. That's yeah. That's a whole other You've ball. been pretty consistent with that, huh? For a couple weeks. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. So did you get a boo-boo on your finger the other day in a story? I saw on a story, Gabe. I, oh, yeah. I watched a story. Do you think you broke it? No, not a real break, but it got really swollen. Yeah? Like really, really, really swollen. Mm, what'd you do? It was at work? <sighs> it was at work, and this horse was being really bad, and I got a little mad. <laughs> <laughs> These are the best ones. <laughs> And it wasn't a good hit either. No, that makes the story even better because it makes it like you feel even dumber. Yeah. 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 And I actually have to go back and trim the horse. And it, yeah. So. It amplifies your regret in the whole thing too. (laughs) Yeah. And it was actually, uh, when was it? Last Friday? Last Thursday or Friday? When it was really nasty out and uh, super windy, super rainy. I'm going to say Friday. Was it Friday? Yeah, I think you're right. Maybe. And regardless, it was a terrible day. And uh, this horse is super old and kind of a bitch. And I was just like, stop, please. Last horse, trim. Stop being a cunt. Just let me finish this (laughs) and go home and train (laughs) jujitsu. Thursday. It was Thursday. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, she was just being really nasty. And then I kind of got a little mad and hit her because I'm a bad person. You son of a bitch. I'm a fucking bad person. And, uh, <laughs> but it wasn't even a good hit. <laughs> and it kind of hit her, uh, 
not a uh, her hawk. And it just hit it in a way that I don't know what happened, but it instantly I was like, not a good idea. Yeah. Not <laughs> so a good did idea. Did you like punch or slap? It was kind of <laughs> like a, it was like a sideways <laughs> punch slap. <laughs> That's why it wasn't a good, it wasn't good. Yes. Was, I was just mad. You were indecisive and I, in your anger. Yeah. And I was like, kinda, I shouldn't be doing this. And so it was like a half, half. Yeah. And I was effort. a little, I was a little worried not scared, but I was just like, she's right away, first foot. So this is the second foot, you know. And first foot, she she's usually actually a really good horse. Uh, but just a bad, terrible weather. And mm-hmm. that can, a lot of times, you know, trigger horses. Yeah. Maybe she had an abscess on one foot and had a hard time standing on the yeah, other one. maybe. You know? I think actually what it ended up being, she wanted to be outside of all places to get an eye on her buddies which usually isn't an issue i was trimming her in her stall and um yeah it was kind of like a sideways slap punch and it that's why it was lower on the finger and not you know up on your knuckle and uh dude i was instantly i was like oh shit this isn't good it instantly got huge um super super fat and so i was like oh we're gonna stop. <laughs> that's not. That's not good. So I went and wrapped it up with tape, really, really tight, and uh, to you know get some compression on it. And uh, I was kind of fu- I was kind of fucking with it, you know, wiggling it back and forth. And I was like, well, it doesn't feel broken. I'm not getting any pain. Uh, but when I would press down, <sighs> I know, like I, that goes to the bone. <clears throat> yeah. When I yeah, right there. Yeah. But when I pressed down top to bottom, I was like, ooh, that really hurts, though. So I wasn't getting any side to side, but top and bottom, I was like, oh, that's not good. Um, and so, yeah, I taped it up and just let it be, and it feels fine now. Yeah, probably yeah. a little tiny tenderness, but you're okay. Yeah, a little tenderness when I still press on it. So maybe it was just like a little, I don't know. A little bruisey. A little bruise or something like that. Yeah, those hurt, though. Yeah, it wasn't that great wasn't that great anyways uh, well just a minute ago before we got off on um getting off <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about jordan peterson <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um jordan b peterson jordan b peterson you're um <clears throat> talking about you're reading a little more of his book, 12 yeah, Rules for I Life. Have, I have one of his books. And I asked you a question. I asked you, being a devout Christian man, yes. how do you view Jordan Peterson and his thoughts? You know, that's a great question. I don't know if I've fully formulated a an opinion as it relates to my faith and his take on religion psychology and sort of the uh science behind or the lack thereof the, you know the psychology behind the bible and yeah. the archetypical story or the you know the stories of archetypes and um i find a lot of his um uh, Um, analysis of of scripture to be super helpful 
for me mm-hmm. as somebody that is uh, a that believes in my faith, I will say literally. Yeah. And not from a metaphysical standpoint. For me, it's not a metaphysical thing. Yeah. For him, I would say he comes at it from a, uh, you know, the Bible and uh, religion is metaphysical. Um, and that's not, certainly not my approach, but all the while, uh, his, uh, like I said, um, analysis, his take, his, you know, explanations of uh, scriptures that he's done, yeah, lectures on, I find to be super helpful and actually confirm how I feel about uh, biblical stories and the purpose behind them. And I totally. think what, uh, it's almost like he communicates... I think original intent of the stories, uh, particularly like you know go, when he's going through Genesis and whatnot, and uh, the creation, you know, the creation story, for instance. Yeah. And he's breaking it down in sort of the chaos and the order, and um, speaking truth, and God is truth, God is love, you know, or God is speaking, uh, you know, truth in a, in a way brings order to the chaos, and uh, God in that creation story is uh, wrangling chaos into order, mm-hmm. creating uh, something new. Um, life as we know it, right? Yeah. And that chaos, it represents possibility. And that possibility can be matched with truth to create something really good. Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> Them together... Sorry. Yeah, yeah no. I And I, again, I, I mean, some of that probably doesn't even make sense because I don't even know if it makes sense to me what I'm saying. But... Mm. Um, yeah, and he's not... He doesn't profess to be a Christian man. But he does... I've heard him say that he is religious. Yeah. But he doesn't necessarily share the same faith that I do, even yeah. though he, um, I think he would say that he believes in the stories of the Bible in a metaphysical sense. Yeah. As opposed to an approach that I take towards it is, is, uh, is the literal sense. So. Yeah. I think you're probably pretty close on that. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've i heard him say once that he doesn't... Uh, he was saying somebody that kind of tried to corner him on that a little bit. And he kind of alluded to him thinking that he wasn't worthy of um of that literal relationship with a creator. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, that's the beauty of it. Right. That's the beauty of access to that to that relationship is that yeah. we're not worthy of that. Yeah. Well, and he Jordan Peterson and, and his family if you kind of follow a little bit of what they've had to deal with gone through. Yeah. Gone through 
Yeah, is uh, gosh, man, it's like really, really hellacious. Um, between what it sounds like his daughter had to go through as a child, yeah, his uh, wife battling cancer, yeah, now battling cancer, him and uh, whatever odd depressive state that he's well, yeah. been in, all of yeah, uh, and all of then them followed have... by his wife in cancer, and you know, it sounds like some other things in between all that. It's like Jesus, yeah, man, depression guy, has been yeah. a cloud over that family for in in ways that are. Um, yeah, quite extreme and, and, and lengthy. They all seem to have autoimmune disorders where they can only eat fucking beef and water. <laughs> yeah, right. And so it, it's like his his. I can only imagine the depths that his brain mm-hmm. reside in. Um, you know what I find fascinating? Is so many people have um, been inspired. Um, found a lot of hope in um, his lectures and his teaching and whatnot. Um, And much of that has uh, biblical principles, um, you know, interwoven throughout his lectures, if not directly in his lectures. And it, it makes a lot of sense to me because yeah. I believe that the gospel is a mes- message of hope and healing. The story of God, Christ coming to earth, living a perfect life, becoming a sacrifice. He, sacrifi- he sacrificed his life on behalf of others. Yeah. Um, and that whole... Uh, story arc no matter what culture you're in is o- is only a story of hope and healing yeah it, when it's all boiled down and i find it's my belief that one of jordan peterson's effectiveness is why people actually find hope meaning or purpose at least or are able to sort themselves out is because he's actually teaching people biblical principles. Yeah. You know, things that are um, the things that make um, a faith-based life effective. Hmm. He's sharing with people but coming at it from the psychological right um the the academic psychological yeah. psychology you yeah. know position angle if you will psychoanalytic yeah <clears throat> psychoanalytic yeah it's might might have been the the buzz word that i was looking for so yeah yeah and that's and that's a powerful angle right and th- that's not an angle that's typically taken by most by most um or at least the pastors, teachers, theologians, whatever that, or Bible studies for that matter, that I've been in that have ever taken. And it doesn't make any sense to me as to why that's never been the case, because much like for yourself, it sounds like when I started listening to his biblical lectures back 
uh, I think, uh, maybe like 2021, 20, I think, maybe 21. I think I, I think I heard him on the Joe Rogan podcast now around age 21. And a lot of the things that he was saying, uh, were some things that I was kind of already contemplating mm-hmm. in my head. Yeah. And that, <clears throat> I think you're saying the same thing that I was experiencing as well. It's like, oh, he's putting, it's like he's kind of putting some of these things in order. Yeah. As you're hearing, like, oh, that's, as I read the script, as I read the scripture, that's, it's occurring to me there's something else going on here. Right. And I'm not highly educated. Surprise. (laughs) Shocker. Um, Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) I'm slightly smart, but not terribly smart. You're thinking, man. But as I read the scripture, I'm thinking, oh, there's something else going on here, and I think I understand what's going on here, but I can't really formulate it or put it into words. And a great pastor can do that. Right. A bad pastor might be able to do it, too. I don't know. Um, And I think that's what why, why we're drawn to good teachers. Yeah. And good pastoral teachers, for that matter. And not not every pastor is of the same ilk. Yeah. And likewise, like a good pastor, listening to Jordan Peterson break some things down. Yeah. And he's not the the fascinating thing is he's coming to, in a way, either the same conclusion that I have coming at it from the spiritual angle, and he's come at it from the psychoanalytic angle but it's met in the same place it's the, totally. it's come it's come to the same end and he's so smart and able to articulate uh, these concepts that he's really thought through in some yeah. ways he's taking the, the scripture not further perhaps but able to uh, break it down in a manner in which somebody that hasn't been maybe, for lack of a better term, uh, clouded by the spiritual avenue. Yeah. Um, he's kind of, he's giving a clear and a clear look from a fresh road to get there. Yeah. But it's, and it's arrived at the same end in a lot of ways. He's still missing some stuff. I, I don't, it's not like he's, to me, he's not my pastor. He's not the end all be all. Yeah, um, he's another he's another layer, and I to don't the whole yeah, and I don't think that he's necessarily correct about all of his um, commentary as it relates to scripture. Yeah, but a lot of it is uh, has really helped me like think oh, that's that that's what I couldn't put into words. Yeah, he'll often say things, and I think to myself, man, I could, that's what I thought but i couldn't actually articulate or put into words yeah yeah well he's a very he's a he's a seasoned professor right oh yeah in a way he's obligated to be able to break down complicated things into simple ways for people to digest yeah well he has spent hours sitting at a well at a desk Uh, yeah hundreds thousands spinning his wheels yeah on you know a simple what we might think is a simple little concept and him breaking it down 
and tearing it down and building it back up from a psychoanalytic standpoint. Yeah. Human behavior. Why you do this? Yeah. Why, uh, yeah. As to, I mean, it's kind of terrible that we can't dish out a, a real clear example, but, um, you know, if this interests you, go check it out. Go yeah, find check- Jordan Peterson. Go find his podcast. Mm-hmm. Go listen to, I mean, he hasn't put up any real biblical lectures in a while, but you can go back and they're find all, them. They're all on his they're YouTube channel. They're all there. They're all on the YouTube. Yeah, they're, it's <clears throat> all over the place. You can find it. And a, a lot of them are <clears throat> in a podcast form on his podcast. So. Exactly. That's kind of, that's my, that's where I listen to it the most. But um, what's interesting to me is the timing. Jordan Peterson is a nobody from Toronto. Most mostly, yeah, maybe to us because in the we're... grand scheme of professors and academics and theologians and psychologists, mm-hmm. he really is another professor. How interesting is it that uh, his claim to fame was was causing friction up against the college or the state of, or not state, the uh, country of Canada, maybe, I, I can't remember, um, for enforcing gender pronouns. Yeah, University of Toronto. Yeah. And then he ends up going on the Joe Rogan podcast, who has a huge... Well, that helped, but he had gotten a ton of attention prior to Joe Rogan. Yeah, he got a lot of attention, for sure. For yeah. sure. But his... His liftoff, I think, definitely happened around the around his uh, appearance, maybe on the JRE. Yeah, I mean, there had to be enough. <clears throat> there had to be enough hullab- uh, hubbub about him for Joe Rogan to take notice. Yeah, you know. And if I remember correctly, the whole gender pronoun thing is the least talked about thing on that podcast. Yes, because I can kind of remember it. All he really talked about was the psychoanalytics of yeah. the biblical stuff that he was doing and why people do this and that and and just the history of humanity and, and you know, broke down uh, a bit other fascinating topics that related to the gender pronouns and, and, yeah, and why it's, it's not a good idea to enforce it. Yeah, and it's not even so much <clears throat> the pronouns themselves, but it's the the forced compliance yeah right and what that leads to right it really has nothing to do with the pronouns themselves it really or just transgender has to people do with, it, exactly yeah. it just it's, has to do with the 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 enforcement of speech yes um but sometimes i think about that and i go man what better timing in a time you know the past 6 plus years have been tumultuous i think in a spiritual way for the country um and even more so in other ways as far as just uh um being unified under a certain idea or goal yeah polarization yeah has really been at as far as i know um tension wise at a pretty high Mm mm-hmm uh, and, and I'm not saying that he's alleviated any of that. 
Um, but I do believe that a part of what he is saying um, and has taught does, if you choose to just, I mean, I guess it's directed to a particular demographic, but, um, and I can only speak for myself, but man, it, he, a lot of his teachings have, have relieved some existential stress mm-hmm. off of me big time yeah just having that under he's the guy isn't telling you to believe any particular thing all he's doing is just coming up all the way i see it he's just paralleling scripture Mm -hmm. with psycho and psychoanalysis yeah is all he's doing yeah it's just adding more clarity Mm -hmm. and man what a better time than ever to offer that up, in my opinion. Yeah, because at the end of the day, <clears throat> his whole message is sort yourself out. Yeah. Be less caught up in trying to uh, fix the world and more uh, caught up with fixing yourself. Sort yourself out. And then from that place, you can go out into the world <laughs> and actually have a positive impact. Yeah. And I think, you know, what's drawn attention is just uh, his ability to um, call bullshit on stuff that uh, he's able, you know, understanding the human psyche. And as that's paired with human history, he's confident in, uh, you know, what sort of uh, groupthink behaviors lead to um, civil downfall yeah, and social collapse. Yeah. Stalin, Hitler, you know. Mao. Mao. And all, you know, the, the... and others. And others, you know? Yeah. And you have <laughs> state-sponsored uh, enforcement of this is the only way things are. And if you think differently, then you're, uh, you must be canceled. Yeah. You know, or we'll make you, you'll either do it because you want to or we'll make you do it. There's no other way, you know? So, um, you know, and you d- then you divide people. And once you divide them into teams, then you create the other. And now you're capable of doing all sorts of unspeakable things like burning down cities. Yeah. And um, calling people a go. No, once you've created the other, or you've now forced people onto their teams, and you're on this team, they're on that team, and they become the other. And once they're the other thing, there's no redeeming quality about them. And if there's no redeeming quality about them, you can take whatever means or measure necessary. Violence, you know, um, alienation, uh, exclusion, whatever, you know, whatever may be. Once you've created the other, then... 
no matter what they do, is irredeemable. And if it's irredeemable, you can uh, punish it in any manner you see fit. Yeah. So. It's dude. It's a pass, right? Yeah. And really, that's what he was speaking out against. Like he, he understands the incremental steps that get you to that societal breakdown. Yeah. And really, what brought him to the forefront? It wasn't that he was a newbie. He'd been doing. He he was riding his pony for many, many, many years. Tens. Decades. Plus. Yeah, yeah. decades. And the thing is, is when you see those things and then you now have to, and you, you know, draw a line in the sand and show some courage, you will then become to the, come to the forefront because those that you're opposing see you as that obstacle, keeping them from incrementally, incrementally implementing their agenda. Yeah. You know, you're, then you're going to be tarred and feathered. So. Yeah. yeah, he's a controversial figure, but I sure. I recommend everybody kind of give it a listen. Yeah, what he has to say is powerful. It's not um I don't think it's something to be to just blow off or to no. take lightly. And and <clears throat> if anybody were to read any reviews on his stuff, they would see uh mixed. A, yeah, a mix. And the mix would be very polar. It, there's nothing really in the middle. Yeah. It's either yeah. this is the greatest ever or this is all trash and this guy is a bigot and a yeah. racist, a homophobe, a xenophobe, right? But Or he's the Antichrist exactly. coming from the conservative Christians. I haven't really seen that personally, but... Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just haven't seen that. I've seen some pretty retarded pr- comments. Pr- primarily, yeah, they're, yeah, okay, I have seen that a little bit. No, I take that back. There's yeah. a, somebody I follow that uh, kind of trashes them and I'm... This guy's a uh, a Christian, but I think it's silly. But I don't trash either side, really. I just anyway. Um, but it's the hard left that sees him as a a threat. However, if anybody at any point has ever taken an objective look at anything that he's espoused, it cannot be mis. There's no way to misconstrue it as hate. Or, you know, whatever. Like it, it, he's bringing a positive message to culture. Yeah. No matter who you like, there's no other way to really. You might disagree with the approach, but you can't disagree that it's uh, a positive message, and somebody that wants people to be better <laughs> you know it, it yeah, uh, yeah yeah absolutely it quite honestly it doesn't make any sense nothing that he says other than just the f- sheer fact that he's talking about uh religious beliefs maybe yells controversial in any way to yeah. me and so it's just like uh, okay, but his breakdown no of it words. makes it so uncontroversial <clears throat> yeah exactly it's so to the point cut and clear like and on and it's proven. They're proven methods, right? Uh, whether he's um, kind of giving direction on how to take responsibility mm-hmm. or psychoanalyzing, you know, certain sections of scripture, like that's so. 
it's so undeniable mm-hmm. most of the time that uh, it's just like, wh- how, why? And yeah, I kind of come at a loss for words as to as to why he's such a a um, it's the, it's, controversial figure. But then n- I realize, you know what? There's 350 million of us, and yeah, because of more. what he's saying is <laughs> yeah, or probably yep. definitely more. Um, if you but, add in the UK and Canada and America and Australia, then we're looking at half oh, a billion people. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that or, was or just the United States. Sure. Yeah. But um. <clears throat> Uh, but then again, it's like, yeah, because of what he's saying, I think is probably undeniable in that way for sure. It's going to mm-hmm. get hate, right? Yeah. Um, and he's on such a high level. It's just what happens. Yeah. But... I, I find that <clears throat> it's the people that are, uh, ascribed to the victim mentality are not fans. <laughs> yeah. And the yeah. people that, uh, um, actively want to stay away from the victim mentality. Yeah. Or those that haven't found hope <laughs> in the victim agenda, like the victim mentality agenda, if you yeah, will. Or peace. Yeah, the, those that haven't found peace in that um, yeah. life perspective or that life perception, if you will. Those are the people that have uh, come across his um, lectures and found a lot of hope because yeah. they were like, oh, wait a second, there is no peace in blaming other people for my for the Ill, ills of my life. Yeah, yeah. And there's no great, uh, there's not a great explanation for suffering. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Other than <laughs> it at least creates a framework for when things are better and how beautiful that looks when things do go well or when you do succeed at something when yeah. you do put yourself together or attempt to and then um make your best effort to create or um uh, endeavor into something yeah and you accomplish something and then that feels good and so like okay yeah. that's like the other end of that feeling is the antithesis to the suffering feeling, you know? Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah, completely. Yeah, no, we could go on about it, but yeah, yeah if anybody's listening, check out some Jordan B. Open open your kind of mind to... Yeah. Um, Try just, to just let it flow and not... Um, I know sometimes when I listen to things that I know I probably won't agree with, I'm already, my ears kind of already get a little crusty. Yeah, so I would say try to <clears throat> remove any preconceived notions. Yeah. If you've heard anything about Jordan P or what people think, try to remove that and kind of go look, check it out for yourself. Try to, yeah. Yeah, see check it, it out for yourself. See how it goes. I uh, Yeah, it's just interesting because I gained a lot from him and then I recommended him to a uh, a family member. That's a very devout Christian. Oh, yes. Borderline, I don't know what you would call it, Baptist. He's a little extreme. Well, it, the denomination doesn't yeah. necessarily make you extreme there because there's uh, extreme folks little, in any denomination. How would I put it? Yeah, not extreme, just uh, 
really committed <laughs> to to what he knows, you mm-hmm. know. And um yeah, he kind of sees Jordan Peterson as like a coexist guy, you know, like Oh, sure. Like yeah, I could see that. Yeah, know? I could see that. And that's fine. Like to me And uh, and for him it like it, that loses all thrust of whatever he's saying. Sure. And it's just like, nah, no, nah, not for me. <laughs> and that's cool. Yeah. The reason why I don't get all bent out of shape about him, because every truth that I've heard him speak is already God's truth. Exactly. So yeah, it's like exactly. it, it's already truth that uh, if yeah. you're seeking after the Lord, you're 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 either that truth will be revealed to you as well. Yeah. Yeah. And so, are we getting mad over who's getting the credit? Then. <laughs> Kind of, yeah. well, that's okay. what it seems like, right? Yeah, like, are we, we're getting mad <laughs> over who why? gets the credit. Sure, like, um, at the end of the day, it's not your glory. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. And I don't even think, what I appreciate about Jordan Peterson, perhaps God might not be getting the credit, but he's not, uh, Jordan Peterson as a person isn't asking for all these accolades. He's not asking for any praise from anybody, yeah. you know? So, yeah, I mean, I could see where maybe a, a Christian might be uh, butthurt yeah. that God isn't being um, given the this credit for the truth, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? But at the same time, um, God's not sitting up there pissed off about it either, I don't think. I think he's like, eh, these silly little people, don't they know? I mean, <laughs> this could stir up a whole nother pot, but it's like, does God supersede Christianity as a whole or in everything as a whole? I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's why are you so committed to... Yeah, why are you so tied to the one lane you already know and maybe well, that's, that's the my, thing maybe at the end of the day thing, right maybe at that's the end not of the, quite right no i think you're <clears> on to <throat> something because at the end of the day as christians if we're going to be uh, we're still operating in a framework of which we understand to be re- reality yeah yeah and so but we don't uh, but god knows more than we do yeah he is conceptually further than we can understand. And so we're we're only operating under a framework with the limited understanding that we have. So you know, I Yeah. I'm devout. Right, me but too. I'm, but I'm not um so arrogant to think that God can't change me in a way that I will understand something different. Yeah. If that makes sense, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And what's interesting is that anything and everything that I've taken away from his, from Jordan's teachings has only strengthened at a time when I felt like I was pretty wavering, Mm -hmm. has only really strengthened and emboldened everything that I already uh, the the framework was already there, right? Yeah, in a Christian world view. Yeah. Um, but at a time when it was wavering, really, you know, built up. 
Yeah, it fortified it. Fortified it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, Huge. and I in think... a way that now I'm like, nah, bro, that shit undeniable. <clears throat> undeniable, because even the heathens believe. Yep. At the end of the day, if we're gonna say Jordan Peterson's not a believer, he well, still says guess he... what? <laughs> the heathen also believes what I believe. <laughs> You know, so, um, you know, the, the, the heathen that has like thought this through more than, you know, yeah. 99% of the world and, yeah. uh, has come to the same essential conclusion that I have, not because I'm, I got there cause I'm smarter, you know, I got there, I believe because of faith, but, uh, I would say some of his analysis of scripture has actually emboldened my reverence for the word of God. Totally. Because I thought, I think to myself, man, this isn't just the, um, there's more to this uh, passage than just the face value. And I've always really believed that to be true, but uh, it goes even beyond, um, it goes, it just goes deeper. Yeah. You know? It just goes deeper. So Yeah. I think yeah. it even takes it farther than the than and I'm no biblical scholar by any means. But I think it, it for me it's even opened my eyes to the the even the the Bible. Oh my god, this is gonna be so sacrilegious. <laughs> <clears throat> it's heating even, up in here. Is it catching on fire? <laughs> that even God supersedes the Bible. Like and this is going so deep. Who are you, Andy Stanley? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but even like, even... Gosh, I can't even begin. I see where you're coming from, I think. <clears throat> because I would say he does, but he doesn't, right? Like, he does not supersede the Bible. But, yeah. but he's, that, he's actually beyond... Yes. He's the Bible and more. Exactly is probably a better way to because look at it. Because the Bible, he's everything of the Bible assembled. It was an assembled, uh, assembled group of scriptures and passages and stories and stuff. And somebody did sit down. God ordained. <clears throat> actually, not just one, but many, 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 many people. Which over actually lends itself a long to more period of time and lends itself to more credibility that may or may not have had selfish gain out of particular assemblage don't know that's just my own conspiracy (laughs) what would life be without a good conspiracy exactly um but i think because of that because it was assembled and blah 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 blah, god ordained for sure i think there's even a past the bible things to be understood and taught that we might not be privy to. Yeah, in I this think life. I think uh, a grander understanding, right? Does that, re- does that seem? I don't think that's heresy. Um, I think that's actually there's some truth there. I I believe uh, when we uh, see God in His full glory in heaven we will have an understanding unlike anything we've ever experienced, mm. you know? Um, and I, I mean, we're not going to be reading the Bible in heaven. That's it, right. It's not necessary there. 
mean, Jesus, yeah. You know? Yeah. Jesus wasn't breaking open his Bible. No, but he knew scripture very but well, he and he, it, right? he, he shared exactly. scripture a lot. So, in a way, he did. I mean, was it scripture then, or is it scripture now because he said it, and then it was written down, and then it became script? Well, there were scriptures. Like, was the chicken before the egg? There were scriptures when he was um, on earth in the flesh. Oh, right. And he the Judeo knew. scripture? Yes. That would have been the scripture of the time. <clears throat> yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. And he, re- he referenced scripture many, many times. That's right. In fact, he was teaching adults as a 12-year-old. Mm-hmm. Was that was the, uh, I mean, talk about a prodigy. Yeah. So. Interesting. Yeah. His and they were amazed at his level of understanding. Hmm. Not because he was twelve, but just of his understanding, and he was doing that at twelve. Understanding of. Um, of scripture. It was almost as if he wrote it. You know what I'm saying? Oh. And it, yeah. Interesting things. And the amazement wasn't due to him being 12. Yeah. It was just amazed at his um, his ability to teach. Yeah. You know, it's one thing. Like, a lot of times, like, man, that kid's really good for a 10-year-old. Like, he's a pretty awesome mm-hmm. wrestler for a 10-year-old. It wasn't one of those things. It wasn't like, oh, he's a great teacher for a 12-year-old. He was just a, a remarkable teacher at 12. He was already ready to rock. Huh. Yeah. I've been slacking on the Bible. <clears throat> I'll admit that. You know what? I'm 41, bro. I don't think that there's ever... Uh, and I've been... I'll say devout. I'm a devout. Yeah. Since I was 14. Yeah. I've not experienced a season where I was like, ah, man, I'm, I'm sure, like, it's awesome. I, like, I'm not slacking on my Bible right now. I've, I always felt like I've been slacking on my Bible. <laughs> like, and there's been seasons of legitimately slacking on my Bible, like, yeah. without question. But even when I'm not, I still feel like I am. And not from, yeah. like, a guilty conscience standpoint, but... yeah. Um, it's, it's a healthy never enough, I think. Yeah. So. I'm, yeah. Well, McKay and I were just talking about this. I, I'm still feel, I still feel like I'm coming off a long season of hardcore Christian, um, devoutness. Like when I was wrestling and stuff in high school. Yeah. Middle school and high school. Yeah, when consumed. you broke up when you broke up with your girlfriend because she wanted yeah. to have sex and you didn't, uh, or something like that. <laughs> if she wanted to have sex, I would have been down. <laughs> uh, no, I remember now. Your <laughs> wife, then girlfriend. You guys had taken some time off, or like, oh no, even before that. Okay, I'm talking like wrestling. Yeah, you know, codependent high school girlfriend, mm-hmm. young kid shit. You know. Trying to so what be do you mean? warriors for the Lord. Yeah, what do you mean by coming down? Like you're in recovery from that? 
I'm still coming off that. Yeah, it was really intense. My so you adolescence with Christianity. You feel you view that as a negative. No. Okay, I'm just trying to uh, understand. <clears throat> kind of repressed a little bit though, um, just because it was so just the wrestling, like what we talked about in the last up in the last episode, fail coming to terms with failure, um, not meeting expectation, um, just being a young adolescent kid that's out there fucking being a knucklehead. Right, mm-hmm. you know, doing the youth group thing twice a week, <laughs> being like really, really heavily being in the word, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in the word, in the Bible, and uh, in prayer, all of it really intense. Like, I we pulled out a, a plastic bin the other night that's been in the garage, and I have an old journal from that time dude i don't really get embarrassed i was legit embarrassed fucking writing in that journal basically rebuking the devil okay <laughs> like a three page like a three page rant i sound like a complete fucking psycho do you though I mean, isn't the devil bad guy? Yeah, bro. I was in a dark. It was dark. It was dark, huh? Back in the high school days. Okay. No, that's... middle school and high school. Yeah. It was dark. <laughs> yeah. It was interesting. I kind of, I, I legit, kind. I don't know what it was. Just kind of maybe time passes by, you kind of forget, whatever, right? But, um, I legit kind of forgot about all of that. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and uh, because, you know, yeah, I don't know. Going back with my wife. My wife, Micaiah, doesn't know me, like, at that time. Yeah, All she, she knows didn't is... Know, didn't even know you. Like, literally didn't know you. Yeah, literally. You know, never experienced that version of me, mm-hmm. you know? She experienced a, a completely different version of me after the fact. Yeah. And College so, indoctrinated you. Yeah, totally. <laughs> And so, uh, you know, it's interesting for her to see, and it's interesting because I forgot about it. Yeah, that's it's fun to look back <clears throat> on that stuff, though. Yeah, but I, I we bet were... I have some stuff like that. Not really. I was I've never been a, a prolific journaler, so I don't really have any of that. Yeah. But uh, it was interesting. Yeah, that's interesting, interesting times. Yeah, that's I mean, cool. you think about it, right? Fasting and wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. Like a like a between wrestling and like if you're some fucking what is that called uh the jewish dudes the pharisees <laughs> rabbis rabbis okay <laughs> i don't know some crazy right. person yeah crazy religious guy um <laughs> yeah kind of looking back on it you know like what you have to do with wrestling right and then there's like the super like visual visualization of everything mm-hmm. at least for me it was big yeah and then mix that in with some fucking deep breathing exercises and lack of food and sleep with a little bit of battle things get creepy right anyways interesting thoughts Therese. interesting thoughts gabriel so you have a birthday coming up yeah that's two days away it's tomorrow. 25? 
Yeah, March 25th. Gosh, I always think it's the 26th. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow. Oh. Tomorrow. How, are the, how old are you going to be? 27. Think back, what's been the best birthday you've ever had? Mm. I may have had a really good birthday. Now my memory's slipping. Was I 25 or 24? Okay. Age doesn't matter, but what'd you do? What oh, happened? Oh, man, it was great. What did we do? We um, we went and shot guns. Ooh. And then... Who were you with? Oh, God. I'm, my memory sucks, man. Here's a few of the things I remember. <laughs> I think we shot guns. We trained jujitsu. It was with my dad when we did the jujitsu. Um, what else did we do? We went somewhere. The sauna was here because I remember we did the sauna. And like, there's a few other just plain shit, you know? This. Things that I just enjoyed doing. And then we went and fucking had steak that night. And it was just a good-ass day. Yeah. I was like, damn. It was just a good-ass day. Good-ass day. Good-ass day. Um, And I remember that one. That was, you know, it was a nice birthday. Do you have expectations of your wife as it pertains to your birthday? Dude, all I wanted to do this birthday, really, was... Literally, take a vehicle, truck, whatever, out in the middle of fucking nowhere, sleep in the back of it, camp. <laughs> Camping. Yeah. By myself, with somebody, I don't fucking care. <clears throat> out in the middle of nowhere, if there was a hot springs nearby, that'd be pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep overnight, wake up in the morning, nice and crisp, coffee, hot springs, chill. If jiu-jitsu was available, fuck yeah. Workout, go find a hike, come back, fire, steak, fuck, bed. (laughs) (laughs) So fucking simple. Yeah. Right? But we ain't doing it. Not so. doing that? No. No, but you're going somewhere. What do you got planned? Yeah, we're going to go up to Angel's Camp. <clears throat> yeah. A little timeshare over there and go chill. Yeah. So we'll get, we'll probably get steak. Vera Lou going with you or is she staying mm-hmm. with you? Po- okay. Yeah, she going to come too. Okay. So it'll be nice. Very good. Yeah. No, I'm still very content. The whole birthday thing is kind of. I never know what to. Yeah. Yeah. I told her, I was like, you know, I like classes. I like to go learn new things. Doesn't matter. Literally, could be fucking underwater basket weaving. I'll find a way to get into it. Yeah. I li- I, I'm an experienced guy, you know? I'm I'm for the ride. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. down for the ride. To do something. That's right. Cool. So, but yeah, so we're just going to go... 
meander out into the hills. Yeah. Who knows what we'll do. That isn't quite the middle of nowhere. Albeit some people no. might feel that way, but... Well, you don't always get what you want, Dries. Mm. I bet some of those things on your list will happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a pretty small list. Better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Better. I mean, <laughs> I could really go for some steak right now. No expectations. Well, this podcast will come out Friday. We'll let you know. <clears throat> but right. um, yeah. yeah. Well, not the way I see it is doesn't need to be my birthday to go and try and uh, indulge in any of that. So. Yeah. I'm getting the bell. It's okay. time. Time's up. Time's up, brother. Time's up. It's a good time. Good time. Yeah. That was a good chat. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening to this podcast. This is episode 22. Boom. And you made it. 22. 22. And you made it all the way through. If you got to this point, you made it. That's right. Good for you. You are disciplined, dedicated, and devout. That's right. D-D-D. That's right. We talked about devout tonight. And if you're feeling so devout, please consider hitting that subscribe button. You're fucking smooth as silk. Hey, bro. I try. I think we're getting uh, just a percent better at this. Hey, if it's 1% each time, yeah. I mean, we'll be 100% better than Half we, percent? When, when we get to episode 100, we'll be 100% oh. better than we were when we did the first. That's exciting. Yeah. Also, Instagram, Instagram. at We Never Knew X. Instagram. And, oh, yeah. I know. Here we are. We're going to do this. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, man. I was, Add some value. I know what we'll do. Add some value. We can do this when we... I can do a story when we record the, the intro. Yeah. We, we record the intros after we recorded the episode, folks, if you haven't yeah. noticed already. Yeah, just so we so, know what to introduce you to. <laughs> that's right. Anyhow, at... We never yeah. knew X on Instagram. Yep. Gabriel Tolchinsky at Forge X or me, Dries Pruis, at Dries Pruis. Dries Pruis. And yet again, subscribe to this podcast. Thank you. Why should that why should someone subscribe to the podcast? It's a way if you're enjoying what you're listening to, if you like us, if you just feel like being charitable. Yeah. Uh, those are all great reasons to subscribe. And if you did subscribe, then your app will let you know when we upload a new video. You might get busy. Yeah. You might not catch every episode. That's fine. But if you get a little reminder that we have a new episode, it's like, oh, I might check that one out. That's right. Gabe might come up with a really cool title that will entice you into clicking on it. Okay. Or or one that will really annoy the shit out of you and you go... Mm, I don't think I'm going to hit, click on that one. Yeah. Also, if uh, it puts us in your feed, and yeah. so when you're in, when you go into your podcast app and you see other shows that you like and you and and whatnot, if you subscribe to ours, ours will be there just to say hello. Yeah. If you have time, take a listen. That's right. You know, something like that. That's right. And another aspect, just one, is that if the more subscribers we have. Mm. Um, or listens rather the more that street carry, cred street cred we have more that street carries cred. clout stilo yes, clout. stilo <laughs> yes and swag the more stilo we got the better people we can rope in that's right you know just saying because some people 
they kind of put they put stock in that. So, anyways. Anyhow, thank you. You're welcome. Love you, trees. Good night. You're welcome. Thanks. Thank you. No. You're welcome. Bye. <laughs>